0: I don't All right,
1: welcome to Tales from the Flipside, bringing you another episode of Deal or Flipside. So before we start and introduce everyone, let me just show this video real quick. All right, so who do we have on our panel today? We uh, let's start off with uh, returning uh, Samson. Haven't seen you in a while. Hey, what's up, you guys? Uh,
2: Samson, comic book journey uh, Long live a journey uh, Great to be back Samson, comic book
1: journey Alright, who do we have next? Sitting right next to them That's uh, me
3: Yep Yeah.
4: I'm uh, Tony, I'm one half of Skeleton Key Comics That's it Cool
3: This is Joe, Red Hood Comics Your friendly neighborhood comic presser Glad to be here
5: Hey, guys, I'm Theo, uh, otherwise known as Rage Theo. Um,
6: I like mutants and I like to party. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? It's Phil with Vintage Comics and Toys. Happy to be
1: here. Cool. And uh, before we start, I just want to explain to the audience, we're going to change up the format a little bit this week. So when I throw up the books, we're going to uh, hold up the signs to which books we would buy, and then I'm going to pick someone on the panel to... Uh, speak about the book, so um, Yep, so let's go ahead and bring up the slides and see what our first comparisons are today so Thank you again Frank Gogol for uh, making this slide for me and <laughs> 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 yep. All right, oh, wow. and so uh, our first comparison for the day is an uh, ultimate follow-up number four CBCS 9.6 that sold for $999, and then we have a Star Wars number one, CGC 9.6, that sold for $1,040. So, uh, all right, panel, which book are you buying?
2: Oh, man. Why do I always pick this one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Phil on this one. So, wait. Um, let's see. Let's go with a uh, skeleton key. Uh, why Why did you pick a uh, Ultimate Fallout Four? Uh,
4: so it's because it's a CBCS book, right? So I was gonna pick Star Wars because has, there's a lot less of them at nine six than there is obviously at the Ultimate Fallout Four at nine six, but. I believe in my experience, I've seen CBCS grade down on the things that they shouldn't grade down on for 9.8s. So about half the time, a 9.6 CBCS can be graded at, at a 9.8 for CGC because of uh, like factory issues that CGC doesn't count against the book. So you might be able to just split that, send it to CGC and get yourself a 9.8. Nice.
1: All right, and Phil, Tell us why you chose the uh, star wars number one nine six at uh from cgbc
6: all right uh really great point from uh skeleton key comics um yeah that could very well be a nine eight right there in a three thousand dollar book so that's i uh i didn't think about that that point but uh for star wars one uh i feel like there's so many catalysts like you got the book of bulba in december then you got mandalorian after that then you got rogue uh the rogue one follow-up and uh obi-wan so man dude uh i think there's just so many things i can just so many triggers for this book to keep going up so um i like the price at a nine six at a thousand dollars uh i think it could it could really go nuts uh this is a very very desirable book even though The print run is pretty ginormous, but uh, yeah, Star Wars 1 for me, 9.6. All
1: right, so to the rest of the panel, after hearing both both of those uh, statements, does anyone want to uh, flip their choices?
2: You know, I'm going to flip it, you know, because I always pick Ultimate Fallout, and I I like the 3,000, but I'm going to take a gamble. uh, I'm going to
5: stay put, yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a gamble with Star Wars.
5: Yeah, I agree on the point Skeleton said about the CBCS, CGC factor. I also agree on the Mandalorian and Boba Fett series and possible another Star Wars movie. I do think, though, that long term, Miles will probably cause a nuclear explosion um, if that ever happens. So, yeah. Happens. The potential on Miles is, uh, you know, Astronomical. Where Star Wars, we kind of already see the limit.
1: Oh yeah, I th- that's a great point, Theo. I mean, like we've seen what Miles does, like with just like a, a video game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, I mean it was kind of like parallel with the price increases with both the video game and the increase of Ultimate Fallout Four, versus like you know Star Wars comes out with a game every so often, and then all all every time I see a Star Wars game come out, I just hear people talking. Smack about EA. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, I, I've never seen the you know an increase in the book. Yeah. I mean, but that 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 could just be me. Um. So, yeah, and then you know we haven't even seen Into the Spider Verse come out. So.
3: No, I, I think Phil's got a great point. Like, there's so many Star Wars shows coming, uh, possibly movies that. Um, it, it hasn't seen its peak yet. I mean, that's that's the first of everybody. That's the first Darth Vader, the first Obi Wan. I mean, uh, I, I and mean, to play devil's advocate, yeah, the label doesn't even say that yet. When the label
5: does say that, yeah. first appearance, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. That's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. that's. that's mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it too. But they need to change that.
3: Yeah, and, and you gotta think custom labels too. So they got custom labels for miles and things like that. You mm-hmm. you would think sooner or later they may have some custom labels for Star Wars and then look out, you know? Mm-hmm. Custom Darth Vader label, a custom uh, Oh, it's game over. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? But both these books at those prices, I mean they're low. I yes. mean they're low.
2: Extremely low. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
4: I think the the ultimate Fallout Four is that's like basically fair market value for a nine six. In the Star Wars, that's a few hundred dollars under under fair market value. So if you're trying to hold on long term, I would stay UF Four. If it, you're trying to just turn it, I think that that uh, Star Wars is a good buy
1: right now. All right, great points, everyone. Let's go ahead and move on to our next set of books. All right, so we have a. Uh, a Vengeance number one, CGC 9.8, uh, that sold for $1,274, versus uh, Action Comics number 252, CGC 3.5, that sold for $1,250. Or Did I say the wrong prices? Okay. But, anyways, all right. And, Tony, which book are you
7: picking? Uh. <laughs> i am going with uh with miss america chavez um i i try to play this game as i you know as i collect books and i collect books as a seller and that is a book that uh, i don't think it's peaked yet obviously i think we we know she's in the show we we've seen the actress um seems to be a pretty pivotal and pretty large role in in uh Likely more than one of the movies coming up, so uh, I, I'm going to go Vengeance number one all day.
1: All right, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been a while since I've seen a unanimous decision with uh, you know everyone picking a, a <laughs> single book. You know, so uh, if anyone has anything else to add on, or if anyone wants to play devil's advocate of mm-hmm. why they were they were considering, I will give. Uh, I just want to give one reason why I just want to. I have a hunch why it
5: is unanimous and probably not the reason why any of us picked the book, but subconsciously probably. And that's because the top book's a Marvel book. Okay. Oh, that was yeah. my first <laughs> thought. My first <laughs> thought was it was like, a Marvel and book. And that's why I say <laughs> Marvel. and because we know what's going on with Marvel and Disney Plus, that's a winner winner chicken dinner all day right there.
1: See, I yeah. thought you were gonna take a different approach with that. I was thinking you were gonna say because it's a nine point eight. Nope. Yeah, so that's where I thought you were leaning towards. But I mean, you know, that's just me thinking out loud. Um, But I mean, you know, I think we can all agree on the panel that, like, you know, I think, you know, there's a cap on the low-grade book, right? Versus a 9.8, you know, it's almost like the sky's the limit for it, right? Yeah. I mean, if your timing is good, if your timing is good, I should. Well, that That 9.8
4: sold for $2,000 a couple of
2: times already can i can i add something aaron yeah go for it. Uh, yeah so um the reason why i picked this book um i actually looked at a 9.6 uh, about th- three days ago and i was trying to see i was like gosh can i bump this up to a nine eight if i if i get joe to clean it and i i just knew i couldn't these books are really really tough to find an in 9.8 condition yeah. and uh another thing to follow up with it uh, with the um, vengeance um america chavez is that I see that I see her as being becoming an A-list character. Right now she's kind of in, in you know in the middle, she's probably a C or B list character, but as, as the market starts realizing and and Disney starts th- diversifying you know their whole roster, you're gonna, you're gonna see a lot more Latino or Latina um, characters evolve you know over you know over time. And um, I think it's, it's going to be really healthy for the market and for um, new people coming into the hobby. So um, I'm, all, I'm all in for it, and especially with the, the whole Pride theme that came out uh, recently. Um, I wasn't there. I haven't bought a comic book in a while, but uh, I just see it happening in the future. And that's the reason why I think she has a strong story. Um, and we're going to get to know uh, more about her.
7: Yeah. Samson, I think that's really smart. Yeah. Um, One, one thing, you know, there's a lot of these next gen heroes that we're, that we're specking on or that the books are going up Riri and miles and everybody. If you think about it though, America Chavez is pretty much the only original character. Everyone else is a knockoff or a younger version or whatever, (laughs) an established character. America is her own thing. Um, I, I I agree with you completely. I, I have really high hopes for her as being kind of, you know, maybe not the number one star of Marvel. That's that's a huge yeah. statement. But, but to be kind of like the younger generation's version of a Captain America, a different kind of uh, yeah. patriotism, you know what I mean? A different kind of pride in country uh, with, with her name and her, you know, her red, white, and blue. Yeah, um, she so, – Absolutely, Absolutely, Tony.
3: Yeah. Did you see that uh, that comment? What do you think uh, a CGC uh, nine eight newsstand in *Vengeance* one goes for?
2: Oh yeah, I see. Oh, how much is that go? How much is it going for? I don't I know, know man. But, that has it.
3: but my buddy just chimed in. He's he's got one. and I don't think there's oh, many gosh. out there, man. Yeah, there's only a
1: handful of those. Yeah, but it, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good question. Like, does anyone on the panel like want to take a? Guess of how much it would like, you know, potentially sell for, you know, because I mean, I I know Tony was saying that it was it was that it would almost hit up to like two k two thousand yeah two thousand yeah. yeah I would, I would say newsstand nine eight probably twenty five
3: hundred no way I, I I wouldn't let that book go for less than five grand five grand yeah I was gonna All say right. you can newsstand nine eight for four thousand. Newsstand 98 Sh- Shows how much I value the newsstand <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Well it's, a, it's last... about rarity no. Rarity, rarity that's real. a thing You know
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah How many are out there right It's rarity versus scarcity you know?
3: Yeah, mm.
1: yeah. No. And then also there needs to be a demand for it too And I, I think you know That's something that's I don't want to say it's relatively new That people started collecting Because I've, I've always felt like it's a been a niche kind of thing But I think it's expanding outside of that now you know, because like we're seeing prices increase for newsstands um, and just like there's a general demand. And I, I want to say, like, I guess, like a market consensus that there's I mean, that people are paying more for it, even, you know, or willing to pay for it.
7: So, yeah. I, To put on my Steve Horn hat and just to play the other side. There's nothing wrong with that action comics book. Supergirl is, you know, one of the <laughs> premium characters in, in DC. DC collectors who who go after gold, you know, uh, silver age books, they're not switching to Moon Girl. You know, they're there's twenty five bids on this. They're going to be out there. They're going to be buying books. It's just probably not going to see the same kind of appreciation uh, in, in value over the same period of time. That that's why I would lean toward the Vengeance.
1: Yeah. Well. And this, especially in, like, uh, with the DC series that's out now, um, isn't Supergirl a brunette now? Is that correct? Does anyone Yeah. Uh, she's
6: care. being played by Sasha Kale, or Kale, however you pronounce mm-hmm. it. And, um, yeah, I, just some set photos just, just got released of her, I think, being in the Flash movie. And I overall wasn't really impressed by the look. And she's got short hair, too, so I'm just like. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of yeah, I, I mean, It's not doing it for me, you know. I, so. I, I don't hey, know what man,
3: it is. Right I, I, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but nobody knew how to draw in the fifties and sixties, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, are you, what
3: are you saying? I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. I know I'm gonna uh, get some, some. Uh, some backlash Uh,
7: for that man i'm just kidding that's art. that's art. no but you know joe you have a point like back then there was one kind of there were about two kind of females you drew that's it you drew a a a buxom girl with black hair or a buxom girl with blonde hair that's it that's all you drew that's what all the characters look like with different costumes on so if they want to you know update things a little bit i don't care i don't care change change whatever you need to change Comics change all the time. doesn't bother me. Yeah. There, there was
3: probably a guy that drew like Delato at that time. And they're all like, that's crap. Get that out of
1: here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, and tastes change over time. So like, I know, I mean, look, well, look at what,
2: look what the uh, Campbell did.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, or just like in general, like whatever's popular right now may not be popular, like 15, 20 years from now.
7: Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, all right, let's move on to our next set of books. So we have uh, a raw copy of Invincible Number One that sold for six hundred dollars, versus uh, Amazing Spider-Man Number Fifty Three Point Five that sold for six hundred one. So go ahead and hold up your signs if you wanna want the uh, uh, you know Amazing Spider-Man or the Invincible One. So this one took a minute to think about. It.
2: All right. What 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 um is that off white um pages um
1: is it off white um on the ASM? Aaron? I want to say it does say it, uh off white. Okay. Uh, Cuz it looks like more text than it would say if it it than it would be if it okay. was white. So all right. Uh let's go with red hood for would you pick the ASM? Is that right?
3: Yeah, I picked the ASM for 600 bucks. Yeah yeah and
1: then uh who who picked the invincible just hold your sign up again i, I just don't remember everybody else but me oh, okay <laughs> uh, and then uh samson i'll let you talk about invincible
2: ah uh, okay so this is a this is a cool one um usually i would um i would i would be a fan of the asm um but then as i see invincible just getting more popular um just through word of mouth, and um, and recently rec- uh, reading about it, um, I think this has a lot of momentum um, going forward. Uh, especially there's, um, especially knowing that there's two other seasons coming about, and um, it's just a cool, it's just a cool series, man. Everybody dies, and it's bloody, and a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff happens in this. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, hopefully. You know, I had one of my friends, we were talking about it um, on the subway and he's and he doesn't even read comic books. He was like, "Hey, have you watched uh, Invincible?" And I'm like, "Uh, no, not yet." And he's like he's like, "Dude, you got to watch it. It's so fucking sick." I'm sorry. Um it, but that's what he said. It's so it's so good and um it's just I've just been hearing a lot of positive feedback on on the series alone and reading it is really really
1: it's a really really good read. Um,
2: And that's all I got to say about that.
1: All right. And then, uh, Joe, go ahead about the uh, ASM uh,
3: number 50.
7: You tell him, Joe. Well, you know, I look
3: at that 3-5, and <laughs> I, you know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to crack it open, and I'm, I'm going to try and see if there's any meat on the bone, and then I'm going to send it in. Uh, I, I, I just think that, you know, the first appearance of Kingpin, yeah, I and and it's just an iconic cover. Uh, and if if I didn't, I mean, it's already slabbed. I mean, this book keeps going up. I I just think it, it, it's a good value. Uh, now, Invincible, I, I honestly, if if I'm going to buy her, I, I would want to see more pictures. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of challenging just assuming that. All I see is pre-owned. I don't see like, in, <laughs> I, I don't There's see, no uh, I, I don't see invincible. Number one, high grade copy. I don't see that, uh, you know, so that kind of makes it challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going to go with a three, five, that's already graded and I can crack it or I can just keep it or I can hang on to it. Cause I know I paid 600 bucks for a six, five, uh, last year, so that's how how much that i mean this book is is gone up so i i you know for for a while there if if it was a three five i think last year it was three hundred and fifty bucks uh and if it was a six oh it was six hundred bucks and that's kind of how how amazing fiftys kind of been but it, it it's been climbing it's been climbing fast you know so I mean that's just my take on it. All
1: right. Uh, anyone care to flip side on this? Uh, yeah, no, I'm still still with the Kingpin. Okay.
4: So I did find this book though on eBay, oh, and yeah. there are a lot
1: of spine ticks. Oh, on the on the uh, three five.
4: On the invincible one.
1: Oh, on I knew one. it! I knew <laughs> it! <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that book's, you know, like what the the print run's pretty low. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember exact numbers or even estimate numbers, but every time I've heard it, like, I was just like, wow, there's only that many of, of this Invincible, and yeah, it's, it's just kind of crazy, and then, uh, especially since, like, the show is still getting, like, um, what, two more seasons on the Amazon, which... Oh, it's almost, incredible. I yeah. love that show.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed too that like a animated show is boosting up the price of a book so much, you know, that people are, you know, paying a lot of attention to it. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw on the hot 10 before where they were talking about, what was it? The, uh, the omnibus for these books of the collection of Invincible. They're going for like crazy amounts of money.
4: Wow. My, uh, I was, I was just TDY this past week and my, my roommate is a senior master sergeant. He uh he went and bought the the omnibus for I think it was like eighty five dollars at books Barnes and Nobles.
2: That that's a steal.
4: Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm I'm am specking on on tie ins, man. This this book is gonna be cool if they do any tie tie ins in the future. In the future, oh man, these books are gonna skyrocket.
7: <laughs> yeah, l- let me give me my my really quick indie theory though. I, I love Invincible. I love Robert Kirkman. I love the show. I hope they do. I hope it becomes a you know a template for a live action movie. I hope it does awesome. But if I'm in a situation like this where I got to choose between the the bottom book and an indie book, I don't care what it is. Something is killing the children. Walking Dead, Invincible, Spawn, whatever. I like. I ask myself, twelve years from now. Mm-hmm. Are they going to know who Invincible is? Or like if you if you left this book in a in a long box in a closet and took it out twelve years from now, is it going to be worth what it's worth today?
2: Uh, I, I I have something to challenge you, uh, Tony. Yeah. All right. So check this out. So I was talking to uh, shout out to Immortal Idiots, and we're we were talking about uh, the popularity of musicians. A good example would be. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift versus Beyonce, dealer flip side. And you'll be surprised that um, uh, one of my friends, we were, um, he was on, he was on a Zoom call and everybody was like, who do you want to listen to? And the millennials and Generation Z, they chose Taylor Swift over Beyonce. So, and and to uh, put this in perspective, who will be more relevant in the future, Invincible or Spider Man, or or Peter Parker, um, so I challenge everybody to think about that kind of stuff. We were we were talking about um, what's that guy? It's the 69? 69, 69, that that guy uh, with the, the rapper, yeah, Shakashi. We, were, me and the moral idiots, we were talking about Shikashi versus Dmx, and <laughs> you know, and and there are more views on Shikasi than Dmx and dmx just passed away you know uh, rest in peace but um, yeah, i got a double-edged sword for you though okay that's a good one i'm i'm ready for it but yeah i'm just, just throwing it out there because i, I it made me think like you know um who, who like this new generation is a lot they think a lot differently than than most of us do i'm sorry go theo i'm ready so I chose the Kingpin, kind of
5: similar reasons, but a little different. That's because we've already actually seen the Kingpin twice, and that's in a TV show and in Into the Spider-Verse. And the Kingpin, as far as my kids are concerned, are kind of attached to Miles now. And like, you know, even though I consider the Kingpin attached to Peter Parker, and it could be yeah. a debate now who oh, the Kingpin yeah. really is attached to. So I think we've seen him in animated. We've seen him in a show. I think it's a matter of time. Uh, don't fun. forget See about Daredevil. Yeah.
7: yeah. Oh yeah, Dare, Dare, Dare,
2: Daredevil. So
5: I think it's we're going to see him in a movie. It's just a matter of time.
7: Yeah. yeah. And, and Samson, I don't mean any disrespect for the quality of the work or anything like that, but yeah. uh, mine is it's almost more of a business side of it. Yeah. What? Which company is going to be more powerful twelve years from now? Is it Marvel and Disney, or is it
2: Imagine Kirkman?
7: You know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like you make how, a valid how point. How long honey. can they stay relevant? I,
2: that's my yeah. question. I mean, Uh, we got got, uh, Kirkman and and McFarlane and uh, we'll see.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Like 12 Uh, years ago, we had Hellboy, right? In 2008. And that was supposed to be like a niche type of fad, right? And then they they wanted to reboot it. So does Invincible have that impact? I mean, I haven't watched the show. You mm -hmm. guys tell me. But I'm just saying 12 years ago, hey, maybe they're going to reboot Invincible or do another spinoff or something, you know? Mm
5: Yeah, live action that.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that Amazon money is, uh, you know, coming up close. And then I just want to say, as a millennial from Houston, it's a crime to not choose Beyonce. So, all
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I bought, I, I bought actually I chose a uh, Taylor Swift because uh, I was I was I was I was asking a friend, I wish should I invest in a Taylor Swift card or a Beyonce card. And then when millennials uh, said. Uh, Taylor Swift.
1: I bought him a Taylor Swift card. (laughs) That's cool. All right, so so uh, let's go on to our next set of books. So, uh, once again, we have a redacted section. So, I've redacted the entire, you know, price, uh, bids, shipping costs, everything. So, you'll just see the books. But we'll still, uh, you know, hold up your signs. So, which one you're going to purchase?
7: Do we need to blindfold ourselves or something?
1: What is Uh, this? Yeah. So, um, so Kyle Reerson.art on Instagram sent me this idea to do a classified edition of Dealer Flipside. So every once in a while, I'll pop this in um, just to um, hide the price, so you'll just see the title, uh, picture of the book, and you know we'll we'll discuss it, and then I'll reveal the prices after uh, after the the, the uh, discussion. All right. All right, so let's see what I redacted. All right, so I have a 1944 Detective Comics number 93 uh, at a 5.0 CGC versus a Ultimate Fallout 4 CGC 9.8 second print. I'll go. Uh Let's see. Uh how about even up. Yeah, so let's go with Theo for um for Ultimate Fallout four second print and then uh Tony, blue green artifacts for uh, Detective Comics ninety three.
5: Yeah, so I went with the Ultimate Fallout Four only because I don't have too much knowledge in the Golden Age, and it's kind of an unknown territory for me. So I'm going to go with what I'm comfortable with and a character that I have confidence in. That, and I don't think that Detective Comics is a key book to my knowledge. So,
7: yeah. Okay. All right, uh, blue green. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. You, you, you picked the wrong guy to talk about a DC. Uh, golden <laughs> oh age book. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you know, I, I could, I could repeat exactly what you just said about uh, in your statement. And, but I, I think I would use that a, as a reason to get the detective comics. I, I think uh, not to be the, the, the slab snobby, but I think that pre- presents very well. I don't have a lot of golden age books, I probably have you know i don't know i I, the lower book isn't as interesting to me i guess um and i do look for those books where you can you know i i do want to sell but i also would love to just kind of forget about a book and then and then uh dig it out 20 years from now and have it be worth an ungodly amount of money and I think I think I'd be better off with the detective comics in this in that situation.
1: All right. Anyone care to elaborate on the Detective Comics three?
3: No, nah, it's that's just such a, a, a beautiful cover and man, a five oh golden age, man. I, I I mean it'd be nice to have just to I I mean I, I don't wanna collect a whole ton of golden age books, but if you throw it up there and ask me to pick, I might just buy it just to have it as like a, a art piece, but it's not a key. And you know, the ultimate fallout, it's a second print. So um, if, if I had to choose, I, I, I kind of want to go with something nostalgic, you know?
4: So that's just yeah. me. Plus, yeah. Plus it's uh, like world war two, you know, that same time frame. That's, that's a hard book to get.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, well, yeah, that's a good point.
1: And, yeah. yeah, I just want to add on to the um, Ultimate Fallout 4 second print. So, as we know, that th- there are two second prints. Uh, you know, we have the Bagley, and I forget who did the other one, uh, where it's, like, part of the panel uh, with the white background.
2: Pacelli?
0: Uh, Pacelli, Sorry. there
1: we go. But the um, the Bagley one, isn't that the one that's lower printed than the Pacelli one? Yes. Yeah, so, you know... I, I mean, we've seen the increased price in the LaMole foil variant. So, I mean, you know, I think this one's going to fall like right behind that too. Like it's going to keep on increasing in price um, where, you know, it's going to, I think it's going to be, it's going to shock us to see what that second print goes for, especially because, you know, now now we see his ex- exposed face that the, you know, the trade dress isn't blocking that. So I think that's, you know, well, that
5: too, How
1: long has Batman been around and the prices are where they're at?
5: Miles yeah. hasn't even shown his face in a real live action movie
1: yet.
7: Yeah.
1: All right. So, oh, and Joe Stooling added this comment. So it's an early Batman issue. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So here are the prices. The uh, Detective Comics 93 sold for seven forty one thirty three, and the Ultimate Fallout Four sold for seven hundred thirty five fifty nine. Uh, do the prices shock anyone on this panel? or No. No. Okay. All right. So let's see what our next set of books are. Um, we have Green Lantern number fifty nine uh, that sold for four hundred nineteen dollars, and Ghost Rider number one. That's still for four hundred and two.
7: By the way, my printer died, which is why mine's all.
1: You have the variant edition, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an error. This is, this is
3: priceless. one of one Let me guess. Well, you're missing magenta, right? You're missing magenta. <laughs> Everybody's printer always misses magenta, man. You know?
1: yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know who has the first edition copy? Would be uh, our good friend Josh Allen. So... Uh, I sent him uh, a set of the concept pieces to to you know to make the signs and stuff like that. So he has the first edition. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, anyone uh, anyone in the chat can hit me up for the OA. I'm just joking. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it looks like we have a unanimous decision again. Um, uh, does anyone play devil advocate on? Why they might have considered the Green Lantern 50 dying and then and then uh, someone and then I'll choose someone randomly to do uh, to take the ghostwriter. I'll play devil's advocate for the Green Lantern. Um,
5: okay, I mean, I know Justice League hints at it a lot. I know we're overdue for somebody to give the Green Lantern some justice. Um, I could see Green Lantern TV shows spike in that um, Green Lantern book. A lot quicker than anything uh, Ghost Rider related. I think actually Green Lantern's um, more along coming down the
1: horizon than Ghost Rider is, in my opinion. So, okay. Um, Tony, Skeleton Keys. Why? Why'd you choose a Ghost Rider?
4: Uh, Ghost Rider is one of my favorite characters, so I would I would have grabbed it anyways. But I would have to disagree with my good friend Rage. I think Ghost Rider is. Uh, around the corner in the MCU for sure. And I don't know. I, I definitely love, love Ghost Rider way more than I care about uh, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner <laughs> did get my respect in the death of Superman storyline, like 100%. Like he has his eyes all busted out and he, someone else is like grabbing his arm and pointing it. But still, <laughs> you can't, you can't beat Ghost Rider. Nope.
2: Yeah, you can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, do, do we still, is there confirmation of even which Ghost writer we're going to get or is that still like kind of up in the air?
2: I think it's there's, still there's up in the no air. There's no confirmation anywhere. Yeah.
3: Man, it's I so, hope I mean... it's Robbie Reyes. I got a ton of person. <laughs> right. there, <man>. I got <laughs> <I think, laughs> <I think, laughs> like a stack <laughs> yeah. of them, man. <laughs> <was all> right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I hope it's Robbie Reyes.
7: Oh man.
4: That's going to be a hard one after Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Unless yeah. they bring that guy back in. Damn
5: yeah. it, Green, Green Lantern's confirmed, isn't he?
4: Yeah, it is. I, yep. I mm-hmm. believe
2: so, but they can easily cancel it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Well>, they're <it's, laughs> gonna wait till they make it, and then <laughs> you fine. Just uh, man,
2: okay. I found I found I found a few Green Lantern books uh, in my in my um, long box um, this past week, which is pretty cool.
3: I don't, I don't even know what 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 books to spec on, man, for Green Lantern the new yeah. one the new one
2: I, I can't even pronounce her name um far sector i, I can never pronounce her name I but guess. that new that new series is hot man i love that series far sector uh, yeah
7: we
1: need we need steve on the on the panel to to educate yeah, us yeah about we need fantasy. you steve
7: he's gonna yeah. be screaming at his screen during what when he re-watches this <laughs> 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 i you know I, I just gotta pipe in because I, I feel bad for like Steve. I um, I want DC to succeed so badly. I have nothing against DC. Yes, I grew up collecting probably more Marvel. I I, I want DC books and DC movies and DC properties to succeed. I, I just don't see it happening in the short term, realistically. You know what because I mean? Because the un-
3: they, they don't want to have a plan, you know? They just want to
7: throw right. anything like, out there you do need lightning in a bottle and marvel got that in the beginning i mean there were super there were superhero movies before marvel movies there were marvel movies before and the mcu that didn't do amazing it all started um,
5: with blade
7: right oh, yeah.
5: so I, I hope that that
7: happens for dc at some point because I mean, we all know there's, there's decades of stories in Marvel and that's, we're going to see Marvel movies till we're in a senior center, but you you could say the exact same thing (laughs) about DC. There are, there are, you know, there's a good part of a century worth of stories in DC comics that we just, we're, we're waiting to get, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Joker fish. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. like Jokerfish yeah. well,
3: I, I, I can't wait for Shazam part 2 uh, Ooh,
7: Shazam was good
2: I liked it, I enjoyed that film actually
7: I okay. want to see Lobo, I want to see Booster Gold I want to see Batman and the Outsiders You know. I want to yeah. see X-Men Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well- <laughs> Um <laughs> <boom>! <laughs> yeah. well,
0: That was pretty awesome. awesome. I want to see
3: the X Men. <laughs>
1: Game over. <Game> over. <laughs> <Game> over. <laughs> well, i I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what Discovery is going to do with the DC property. You know, I mean, they've already came out and said we're going to spend more money than Netflix does in production. So, you know. i I think it gives it like somewhat of a fighting chance just to you know to keep afloat and then like maybe even increase their audience so Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do
4: i think as long as the the money people can keep their hands
6: off of the creative people it has a chance yeah yeah do do you all think if uh titans and doom patrol spec like shows were on hbo max do you think the spec would be different from the market
1: like if it was on like Hulu or Netflix or something like that.
6: No. So this Green Lantern show is going to be on HBO max. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, prior to that, we had that, um, that DC channel. Right. So if Doom Patrol and Titans were actually instead on HBO, do you think they would have marketed better or
1: Titans and Doom Patrol are both on HBO max.
6: Oh, are they? Oh, okay. That yeah, happened yeah. recently. Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought it was so. they should be
1: always on. Plus. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's see what we have next.
7: Bring it on, Aaron.
1: All right. So we have uh, uh, Prince no- uh, Namor is the submariner number one. Uh, BG must look. U grade. Uh, that sold for 409 <laughs> versus a King in Black number one, one in 500, Donnie Kate's variant. So if I'm not mistaken, I think this is one of Donny Kate's early drawn books. If yeah, I'm not
3: what, a, what, a, what a talented artist that is.
1: Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what he's known for, is his, his art. <laughs> yeah, it's he a little
3: he bit draws his children. comic endings, you know?
5: I love that it says, must look. Yeah, you gotta look <laughs> at it. You gotta
3: Absolutely. look at it. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't have the big eyeball emoji. You gotta look at it. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Uh, let's see, Samson, uh, why would you pick the book you did? And then uh,
2: I just, I just think that uh, that Namor has just legs all over the place. You know for the feature of the mcu um you can play them both ways i don't know i mean and then for that for that price um i think it's just, it's just a no-brainer to me apart from the king and black i mean that's yeah donnie he donnie case is gonna probably heat up the market again but going long term moving forward submariner issue one it's an older book um there's
1: nothing more to say about it um okay and then, uh, Phil, uh, why'd you pick the, uh, King in Black 1 in 500?
6: Yeah, so the Submariner 1, I mean, I, I love that cover, everyone who's a collector loves that, that, that art on that cover, right, but, I mean, that's trailing, like, Silver Surfer 1, VG, Iron Man 1, VG, I'm just like, yeah, King in Black 1, with the Donny Cates, uh, drawn variant, that was like a $500 book when it first came out, so I'll, I mean, I'll just buy the dip. Hopefully that we get a Easter egg of Noel in the next Venom movie. And I'll just play the market. You know, if Null's not going away, even though he's dead, you know, I'll just take the bottom. You <laughs>
1: <know>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see how long a death lasts in, in Marvel. And then, and, you know, that's a very good point, you know, for a raw book that sold for 500 And now you have a graded 9 8 for four ten. Um, yeah, I mean, but, you know, you know, Namor is finally making a splash, pun intended. So, So you know, it's pretty exciting to see that too. So, yeah.
7: You know, I think Namor right now is in the, I'm going to call it the Shang-Chi phase, because we know he's coming. We know he's going to be in a movie. We don't know who the actor is exactly. And the books have not moved crazy amount yet, but Mm -hmm. they will they will. Yeah. So that I think this is this is a great time. We've been talking about it like on shows like this, but those prices on the Namor books have not skyrocketed yeah. as, as much as as they will. You look at like a a 2 uh, first appearance of Shang-Chi when they first released the news that oh yeah, he's going to be in a movie, you could buy that for 4 5 600 bucks. You know, and now that's a $3,000 book. So yeah. it, it will move. Um,
1: do, do you kind of feel like uh, Eternals is like within that same realm? That like, even though the the preview's out, and, you know, there's, I feel like there's been mixed reactions with the with the with the crowd or comic community about the preview. Uh, that's for anyone on the panel?
2: I don't know. I choose, I choose uh, Angelina Jolie. If she's in the
1: movie, <laughs> <laughs> in the movie she, it's a winner.
3: <laughs> Mama! Mama!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So for our next set of books, we have Fantastic Four King <sighs> Size Special number six uh, that's sold for $420 versus a Fight Comics number 44 that's still for 405
3: Oh come on Phil <laughs> 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 I feel like guilty or not guilty and Phil is just putting up like nah I'm I, I kind of think it's not guilty.
1: All right, <laughs> all right, Uh, right, uh Why would you pick a Fantastic Four, and then um, and then I'll ask Phil why why he picked a Fight Comics number forty four. Joe, go ahead and speak on. Oh, oh no,
3: I I mean, the Fantastic uh, the Fantastic Four King Size Special. I mean. I mean, it looks just uh, the looks of it. It looks high grade. I think there's a lot of upside, especially with the Fantastic Four uh, on the horizon. Um, I I know there's a lot of collectors out there for uh, for bondage covers and stuff like that. You know, and I'm there. It's a niche kind of thing. But uh, I mean, the first Annihilus appearance. uh, I mean, that's that's. That's still a that book is still on the, on the low. I mean, would you guys agree? I mean, slabbed in a nine six nine eight. I mean, there's, I mean, that that's going to be a that book is going to continue to climb.
4: All right. I I totally agree. I think Annihilus is a for sure fantastic for bad guy for the MCU, like the big bad.
7: not even a, if,
0: Frank,
5: if he's Franklin not? Richards I think Franklin well.
1: Richards is a guarantee.
4: Franklin Richards well, one, 100% as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. And uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, I think Nico picked some of these books or a lot of these books. So, uh, Phil, uh, why, why'd you choose Fight Com- Comics uh, number 44? I think I kind of have an idea, but I- I'll let the vintage dealer uh, educate us more on uh, this.
6: Yeah, I mean, I don't dabble too much in Golden Age. I mean, I, I try to buy as many as I can. Uh, this is super, super well sought out uh, GA bondage cover. Um, I mean, good plus, I mean, I would imagine that the staples are still attached to the book. It looks, it looks like it presents pretty well. I mean, there's another surge for Golden Age books right now. And I want to get on the wave and I want to get this book before it's completely gone and sailed away. So I'd get that Pat versus the raw FF King size special six, because I mean, I've, I mean, yeah, that presents well, but I mean, there I've just seen so many beaters and so many of those in short in like in, in long boxes, just all beaten up. But I mean, yeah, I, with Joe like nine six, nine eight, like forget like wow, you know, like those are ginormous asking prices. I mean, if that's a, uh, if I knew for sure that's a seven oh, like I'd grab the FF's King's High Special Six, but I mean I know it's a it's a good plus here with my fight comics forty four, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that
7: one. Um yeah, I think I think Nico would slap all of us who chose a fantastic. Four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, uh, since he like you know, I set up the slides and everything. I, I did a bit of a research on the fight comics number forty-four. So from what I've read, and uh, if you search fight comics forty-four, you can actually read it. There's like um, there's like PDFs of it uh, on some website. I don't remember exactly which one. And what this one is a return of a character. Uh, I forget his name. It, I think it actually is a Captain Fight i don't remember but um that's what makes this a important golden age book it's a return of a character from the storyline and i think that's why it's highly sought after um so yeah uh, that's all i remember from my research about a week ago or i think or so so <laughs> <laughs> uh i tried reading a golden age book or this one specifically and then like I don't know something about the verbiage, like kind of. Look here,
3: copper. See, see. Look here, copper.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, but that might just be like you know, times have changed of language and all that. Blah blah blah. But all right. See what I have next. All right. So I just want to remind everyone to use the code Flipside to get a two week free subscription to the uh, Key Collector app. And uh, if you haven't checked out our Spec Ten. Um, episode that dropped this past Tuesday, go ahead and give it a browse. So you never know when you're back issue diving that you might find some of those books that are going for some pretty high prices on eBay, but you could probably find those for pretty cheap if your store doesn't regularly go through their back issues and clean up. So you never know. All right. So for our next set of the books, we have a Stray Dogs number one that sold at a, uh, for CGT nine point eight that sold for four hundred and ten dollars, versus a Marvel Spotlight number twenty eight that sold for four hundred and fifteen. Oh, hold on! All right. So Let's go with uh Theo for uh The Moon Knight and uh who else chose Stray Dogs? I, I don't remember. Sorry, so I did.
5: I went with the Moon Knight. Okay. Um, besides the fact that it says super high grade, it is the first solo Moon Knight, and we do have somebody casted for that. Um, I have heard a lot about the Stray Dogs, I'm, I'm not much of an indie person myself, so I, I sent it stay with marvel or dc so um
1: that's why i'm going with the moon Night. all right joe go for it
3: man stray dogs uh i remember when it was first solicited and i saw this picture and i didn't so much think of disney i i i kind of always liked the don bluth art from the 80s and it kind of uh resonated with me and i, I just something about that book i kind of felt like uh it it, it was going to be something you know there was reports of possibly it was it was option but uh come to find out, it was option even before the book came out and oh, wow. so i p- i picked up a bunch of copies of, of number one even the acetate cover and it's i mean that that's cover a at a 9.8 and that's what they're selling for that book, uh, I, I don't know exactly what the print run on it uh, was or is, uh, but, man, th- I think that that's, that's going to be, uh, in my opinion, cheap when um, a possible movie comes out. And they're also uh, announced kind of like a sequel free comic book day uh, uh, issue or something like that. Does anybody know?
1: yeah so yeah it's, uh, uh, it's- i i I was on the panel with uh, trish uh yesterday um so it, it it is confirmed with Paramount that they are making a a movie um, the uh, yes. there is gonna be a free comic sh- free comic shop day uh stray dogs uh, I think that's setting up the next story arc uh so you know there's a lot of exciting things happening with that with that property. So we'll see, like
3: where it goes. You know, um, and just all the all the the movie uh, homages to whether it's Friday the Thirteenth or Scream. I mean just awesome. yeah, of them. yeah. Oh
2: my gosh! Can I say something, Joe?
3: Go Can for I it, man. Something?
2: All right. So, shout out to uh, Sparks Comics and uh, Comic Book Women. Um, actually, uh, I passed up on this book. Um, I think a, like a week or two. out, you know after release and uh, I went back to it and um, I think this series is probably the most original series uh, of the year. I, when I pick up a, when I choose a book um, I look for originality, but I also, I also choose a book that people can actually fall in love with and these characters and the way that's drawn and the, and the whole concept itself um, it's just, it's just, it's just makes me smile even though it's a horror um, horror um book. But um, I think it has a lot of uh, room to grow. Um, the characters, I think a lot of people are going to fall in love with the characters. And um, I bought, I, before I went on vacation, I scooped up a bunch. In the middle of my ca- vacation, this book just went, you know, it went up like crazy. And I didn't even think it was going to be anything. And within these within these two weeks, I mean, these books are just climbing, climb, continuing to climb, and people are just buying them, snagging them.
6: So keep an eye C- out for
3: this. CGC G- announced uh, the signing for Trish and uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Tony? Tony. Tony, Tony, please, yeah, please, yeah. yeah so um, I think if I want my books, because I want to get my stray dogs graded pretty quickly. I might as well send them in to get them signed, so I can get my books back this year. You know. Yeah. yeah. Sure that, yeah. Be, be, before the show, we were
2: we were chatting, and I said, "So I, I end up buying stray dogs to buy more stray to sell stray dogs to buy more stray dogs." <laughs> so,
1: <I don't> <laughs> and, but, and then, uh, Joe Stoolin, I I know it was a qualifier, so it, that is true. Uh, the acetate is not a one in twenty five. I don't know what the qualifier amount was. Uh, but it was an open to order book. Like if you did um, meet that qualification, uh, I know a lot of retailers that did qualify for it skipped a- on it because of the cover price being a slight more. I think it was like seven ninety nine. Yeah. A so,
3: but a lot of acetate covers come back nine nine. You know yeah. that right? So uh, mm.
1: yeah, I've been wow. hit pretty hard on acetate covers. So I'm really,
3: gonna,
1: yeah. Uh, but anyways, does anyone want to elaborate on the uh, Moon Knight uh, Marvel Spotlight number 28 pick?
5: Well, one more. I'll, I'll elaborate since I picked it. Who's making the stray dogs? Paramount. 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 Who's oh. making the Moon
7: Knight? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a good
7: one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. I, I think you're exactly right. And this goes back to what I, what I was saying before. Like I think a lot of these independent books and I love them and I think they're great for reading and they're great for the hobby and they're great to get excitement out there, but they, a lot of them are priced on best case scenario and we just, it's impossible for us to see best case scenario where stray dogs becomes a mainstay for decades and something's killing the children becomes a mainstay for decades and, and whatever the next flavor of the week becomes a mainstay for decades and if you waited till now to get on this and if you you know if you don't get your books back if you're submitting a bunch of books that are going to take five months to get back uh where is this book going to be five months from now it's it's on this big wave right now it'll dip down when there when there's a program or when there's a show coming out it'll come back up again um I, I think they're good for like day traders, if that makes sense of comics, yes. like okay. people who want to sh- buy at the right time and sell at the right time. But I do, I like the books where, yeah, they have a really good chance, especially Moon Knight, of going up quite a bit in the next month or or six months or year. But it also has a really good chance of going up in the next ten years. Uh, if, if this Moon Knight show fails eight years from now, there'll be another one. You can't say that about Stray Dogs. You know what I mean? But, you know, of Disney. I would say,
3: man, if, if they play this right, Stray Dogs, they could sell the hell out of toys, that's for sure.
7: Oh, little yeah. plush,
3: little cute plush little dogs. <laughs>
7: You know, yeah. if, I don't maybe, know. Maybe I'm maybe gonna let my bl- kids read hey, this hey, maybe book. Maybe a dog with
3: a <laughs> bullet hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know but I, know, but
2: like- I, I, I think this book will actually be the talk of the town once it hits the theaters or the small screen. Uh, you know, people are gonna be talking about it at work. Have you watched these? Have you watched this this little cartoon about these about these dogs? You know, you'll see. You'll see when it happens.
7: That's a fair joke though, like Joe was saying, like where who who does this get marketed to? Like are our are, are grown men who have nothing to do with comics, are they gonna tune in for a horror show that looks like Lady in the Cramp? <laughs> You know what uh, I mean? Uh, yes.
5: But the, I mean, I, need, but I would. The but they <laughs> will, <laughs> will chime in for an off-brand Batman like. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
3: But their kids may say, "Hey, hey, Dad, take me, take me to go see Stray Dogs." You know. <laughs> <laughs> a, kids, I, the kids will I, be asking
7: for
5: a CGC
3: nine point eight, though. Yeah. Dad, how come you know all about this movie, Dad?
1: I mean, you know. We, I think we always need a good juxtaposition every once in a while. Like, I think I feel like it's been a while since we've seen something like you know that's like obviously like it looks like it's for kids, but it's, it's not, you know. So that's just my opinion. Um, right. But all right.
7: I, I, I like those too, but they don't become like giant blockbusters. They become that, like classics. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To
4: your point, it'd be like, uh, like Old Guard was very similar to this situation where mm-hmm. when Old Guard came out on on TV, it was. It was huge for a couple of weeks. And then nobody knows what Old Guard is anymore. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. I liked Old Guard. I they they should
1: have
3: put, put a couple of dogs in Old Guard, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there you go.
7: Yo, four homage books.
1: All right, so it looks like we have a Rick and Morty portal. So let's oh go through God. this portal and ah, see what geez, what's going on here. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. Okay, so we have a
2: Marvel another Spot- one.
1: Yeah, so you know, just to change it up a bit in a different dimension, we have a Marvel Spotlight twenty eight nine that sold for six hundred sixteen dollars, and then we have the Stray Dogs number one variant that sold for six hundred five dollars.
2: Hmm. Oh, gosh dang it and now i'm contradicting myself let me see
3: i'm sending my books out bro
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> deal
2: six hundred dollars jeez yeah
3: for stray dogs Are yeah that's Indian? a variant man silence of the lambs clarice then, hello clarice. man i <laughs> i saw
2: so many of those on the wall I couldn't believe it. Are you serious? Yeah, and was, I, I didn't even pick up one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. Like, what the uh, what like some of those horror variants are going for. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. Do you guys yeah. see the, the
7: Blair Witch one? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: I, I wanted the Poltergeist one. That one was awesome. Oh, yeah, was oh, cool. yeah.
7: I like the Midsummer, that was that's cool too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, and horror, that's like a crazy genre. And those collectors are rabid. Like, I mean, it's so crazy that they have to have their own convention. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, mean, <could> you, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, would it would it be insane to see the two merge together in like one, like super con or something like that? Hmm. Or like a like tri con or something like that, where you have like a horror con, an anime con and a comic con all mixed into one. I mean, that budget would be ridiculous. But I mean, like, wouldn't that just be like crazy? <laughs> that's just me thinking out loud and try and give yourself, like, <laughs> probably a billion dollar idea. But that's all right. Anyways. Yeah. So I just wanted to like, you know, have fun with that. Uh so here's our next um picks. We have uh Invincible Iron Man number seven at uh, a uh, nine eight that sold for two hundred and fifty seven dollars with forty-four dollars in shipping coming from the UK that will probably take about Ooh, a month they change. And then you have a TMNT Number one nine point four that's sold for two fifty five. Hmm.
0: <sighs> you
5: know what? I'm gonna go non marvel on this
1: one. Alright. <laughs> so let's go with uh, blue green and um and uh okay. Phil. Cool.
7: All right, yeah, I'm going the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a few reasons. I really like Riri, and I like that book. Uh, one issue with Riri is she's got about eight books that people chase, and everybody argues about which one's the most important. I, I agree with this. I think, in my mind, this is the book that I want. Um, but then, like, the ratio variant to this one isn't as – I don't know. There's a lot of debate going on with Riri and what what book you should you should be getting if you want to invest in her. Um, I think she's got a great future in the MCU. I think you know she will be Iron Man basically going forward. But it also came out in the age of speculation, and people just bought the shit out of it and and put it in a bag and and didn't read it. You know what I mean? Uh, that teenage mutant ninja turtle adventures book uh, there it was it showed up more on newsstands than in direct. It showed up more in gas stations and and grocery stores and everywhere where the cartoon books sell to kids. Uh, those that that survived and, and are at 9.0, 9.2, 9.4 and better um, are, are not it was a hugely printed book. You know, it's not their first appearance by any means, but it's it's a it's a very important book that animated series is that is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a lot of, you know, for a lot of people. So I'm going with the the TMNT. Uh, It's not a 9.8, but um, that's not an easy book to get. And that's the one that I'd want to have long term.
6: right bill yeah tony i totally respect um your decision and everyone else is on the panel on that uh first bebop and rocksteady but yeah that seven is just too cheap that invincible iron man seven like yeah there's a debate whether it's the first appearance or riri even though the the second and third print say this is the first appearance of Riri with her right. with her face, her mug, right on the cover, right. But wow, two fifty is just—it's incredibly too cheap. Um, I think an, an Invincible Iron Man nine like that sold for close to nine hundred, maybe a thousand bucks during this during this year. Um, I've sold I sold the uh, Age of Apocalypse uh, variant for I think. I think i got like three thousand dollars for it this year um i just think well you know seven is still significant because it's the first time you see riri and you have to i think this this character herself is gonna tug on emotional strings from the audience when we do see her back to back in disney plus shows in the iron heart show and also armor wars so we got two triggers I'd, I'd like to really bet on this actress um, portraying her. I, I think easily this will double in price by next year, so that's why I'm picking that book.
1: All right. Uh, anyone in care to add?
6: I think
4: uh, I think that's a good take. To be honest, like, I do think that the the price on it is going is the, even though it's fair market value now, like it, it is obviously going to go up once once speculation hits more. But the price on the 9.4 is far under fair market value, like current fair market value. You could turn that book right now for double, double
7: that. Yeah, yeah. What are 9.8 newsstands going to with that? Is it it's still over 2K, I think, isn't it? I, I want to say it is. Uh, I haven't looked recently,
1: but. I
6: think nine uh, sixes are like 500 bucks on that book.
1: Gosh. All right, and we're gonna show our last set of books for the night. So we have a Batman four twenty three nine point four versus a uh, Spawn nine point eight. The uh, Batman four twenty three sold for two hundred sixty six dollars, <throat> and the Spawn number one sold for two fifty. Oh shit! That's <sighs> tough, one man. <laughs> All right, let's go with um let's do Tony versus Tony. Oh yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony.
7: <laughs> Take it away. Oh, you go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Uh I chose I chose spawn, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a I'm going to be a grade snob on this one just cuz I think both of them are pretty easily had in higher grade. I'd rather go with the, the 9.8. I, I've told this story, uh, I'll make it super quick, but uh, on, on one of these before, but uh, Spawn was this close to being my very first spec book. I'm old enough to have been collecting back in the 90s. And the first book that I decided I'm going to buy multiple copies of, uh, they had in in the Diamond previews, they had you could buy 100 issues of Wildcats or 100 issues of Spawn. And being a Jim Lee fan, I chose Wildcats. Oh, so, no. It's that's always rubbed me the wrong way that I could have like a long box filled with spawn minty spawn ones and and I don't so I pick them up whenever I whenever I can just just because of that um I the top book's great but I'm gonna go with the nine eight I
4: think for me that 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 reason that you are picking a spawn is the reason why I'm picking Batman is because there are people out there with long boxes of spawn and. I don't know how many nine eights are out there, but it's in the thousands, you know. Versus Batman, which is probably like from nine eight down to nine zero is probably like a thousand or two thousand total. Right. So, uh, for me, and I've never owned that Batman, so and I've always wanted to, and I have five spawns upstairs.
1: All right. Uh, anyone care to uh, elaborate on either or book?
3: I, I just think uh, a lot of those uh, McFarlane um, uh, early McFarlane work non-spawn, uh, like um, Marvel Tales and and things like that. Those books get them why they're cheap because yeah. a lot of his stuff is just climbing. The Hulk. Book. Uh, yeah, 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 and and two hundred and sixty-six bucks for a 9 Man, I don't know what when that when that was, but I had. A dish rag copy I sold for about hundred and twenty bucks, and I even put it on my eBay. Uh book is rough, (laughs) you know, and I still sold it. That was sold ten days ago. (laughs) Yeah, this uh, is June 20th.
1: Oh, these were both on June 20th.
3: And that's a first print. Is that a first print? Uh
1: yeah, I think with a where you have Batman in the corner. Uh yeah,
7: that's uh, a first print. Holy shit. That's cheap, bro. Joe, I learned a new term on Whatnot this week. You got to call it well loved. So oh, okay. Well loved <laughs> copy. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Well, I found a well loved
1: copy not too long ago for $6. So. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Then
5: side note, I do think the Batman movie will boost that book up even more. I don't know what's oh, going yeah. on with Spawn lately.
1: Well, I mean, yes yeah, yeah, Spawn Universe just came out. So we'll yeah, see it's the Spawn you know. Universe. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I think they're what also did McFarland finally settle that he was going to do some sort of streaming service with someone, or there was
7: rumors about that. I think, I don't know, man. He's reminding me of Lucas just keeping too much control over his property, just sign it off to some company who's, who's just sign it off creatives.
5: to
7: the They'll <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> let other people take the reins and and and. And go, go you know, back to comics. Stuff. <laughs> Wasn't
3: uh, Jamie Fox supposed to be Spawn? You know, that's, yeah,
7: a, that's what it, I had heard. Even,
3: yeah, I think so. Yeah, what, what They have that they movie have, coming have out,
1: Well, so that was supposed to be with Legendary, and then oh, I think, brother. and then like I think what happened uh, during production meetings and stuff like that. McFarland's, you know, wanted too much control over it. Didn't like where the direction was going. And yeah. then, and then Jamie Fox got booked for something else, and he ended up dropping out of the project. Oh, and then oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and so you know we're at where we are now, where we're still waiting to hear exactly what what he's going to do with the, you know, e- if it's either going to be a movie or if it's going to be a TV show or if it's going to be streaming, <laughs> if it's going to be in theaters. So I think it's just like all kinds of up in the air, and but I mean, you know, but with the, uh, you know, Spawn universe building up you know, that could just be building up the universe to set up for something more. I mean, yeah. I mean, to, to get to where his level is in the market and stuff like that, like it's impressive, you know uh, you know, I grew up in the nineties, like watching him, like that Spider-Man one cover is like ingrained in my head, you know, the same with the Batman and the, the spawn, like that's always going to be ingrained in my head
3: um, as being iconic. So I, I remember Todd McFarlane said something that that uh, that resonated with me back in the 90s. He said, "Comic books are the only medium where a child will see a word that they do not understand and go and get a dictionary to learn that word." Oh, awesome, you yeah. know, and I I've always remembered that. 100. percent
1: Well uh i want to thank uh skeleton king comics and rage theo uh, both for joining us today like thank you, know, you yeah and then you know anyone that's watching you know hit us up if you would like to be a part of the dealer flip side we would like to include everyone in the community to like join us on the panel um you know and we're also going to be like maybe even including some of uh, other people from the channel to be sitting on the panel so we'll see what happens uh any final thoughts from anyone like, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah,
4: appreciate it. Thank
1: you. Good show, guys. Uh, yeah. So, do you do you have anything else planned for the rest of the week, uh, Tony or Theo?
4: So, uh, me and Rage have something planned next Saturday. Okay. W- w- what's that? So we're going live on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <That'd happen. laughs> yeah, so we got a, we got a live. Uh, this way, there we go. Yeah.
5: So we got a live coming uh, next week. Uh, I got a live coming up this weekend on Whatnot, so
1: it's my first Whatnot live. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, good luck to y'all. Try to cause some trouble. Nice. <laughs> uh, how about you guys on the on the flip side, crew? Do you have any final thoughts? Or enjoy that?
2: I I I just want to say thank uh, thank you, Theo and Tony, for coming on the show. And I gotta I gotta catch my red eye flight back to New York right now. So I just want to thank every, all the viewers and the community.
1: I gotta peace out real soon and uh just as a final thought um so you know watching star wars i always remember that uh han shot first so uh boba fett's uh starship will always be slave onto to me at me (laughs) brah